This program is intended for mature audiences. Parental discretion is advised. Yo, 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 it's the White Show. I'm the best in the nation. I built this shit. Me. Brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just because you don't like the way another nigga talk. Yes, sir. Damn, nigga. Stay true. Do you. Yo, yo, yo. It's the White Show. is the white show welcome 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 back if this is your first time listening y'all know how i do i always start off by giving thanks i appreciate y'all for listening for always showing support you know the hugs the daps the kisses the chest bumps the emails the comments the likes the shares buying the merchandise the prayers i appreciate it all y'all um i did state something recently on on social media i want to speak on i always say Y'all continue to pour. I continue to drop great content. But I want to just be specific that I don't just do this just because y'all support. I'm just saying that I appreciate y'all that much that it makes me want to go harder with the type of content that I drop. So take it in that sense. Um, but yeah, today, today, we got a, a special guest, a friend of mine. I'm going to give her a grand introduction because I just think the the title, the credentials, it's amazing. To me, this shit is amazing. So um just give me a second. Let me put my palm pilot up. I got. I got to go down the list for this one. We got high motives. You feel me? So okay. First off, we got we got the BS in biology. You feel me? Edward Waters, HBCU. Let it be known. Okay. We got the masters in public health. Do you hear me? <laughs> okay. We got two years in acute care infection control practice. All right, I did that for the people. You feel me? We got six years in clinical microbiology. It's God given. We got five years of American Diabetes Association educator. Yeah, that was a great opportunity. And like she stated- Probably the highlight of my career. A lot of people look at the micro and they're like, mm -hmm. oh, she did the micro. But I mean, when I worked for the American Diabetes Association, mm -hmm. I actually volunteered, didn't make a dime. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make a dime. It was fulfilling. Yes. For sure, like being, having good information to get the people and really seeing them like want to change their life and, mm -hmm. and hearing their stories of how they champion and their diseases. You know what I'm saying? That was just great for me. Um, and know, look, I know yeah. a lot of people focus on the micro, but American Diabetes Association was real special to my career. And look, and we definitely, we had talked about that previously before we started. So that's going to be a good topic as well. Um, and just also to stay educated at Edward Waters College, UNF, and University of Texas. Just want to put that out there. And we got somebody calling in. Um, got my boy Tom Diamond. Tom, what's good? You can hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. 
Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, we, we live right now. I just had to get you to call in. Um, we just did an introduction. You can um go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, definitely, definitely. What's going on? I am Tom Diamond, the second a new uh, um, physician, medical doctor mm-hmm. um, from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, graduate of Florida A&M University. Um, proud Rattler, diehard, diehard Rattler. And, um, definitely black health advocate, mental health advocate, um, owner of Black Checkup, a new app that's coming this summer. Yes, sir. For black people, um, and their health and a social, on a social aspect. Um, and so, man, I'm just proud to be here, bro, on the Yo 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 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate you for sure, man. So I, I definitely got got some heavy hitters in here today, and um. We gonna get into it. Um, I did. I, um, shoot, I'ma just be straight up with y'all. I ain't had the, the, the topics for this. You know, I, I was presented the topics by. Uh, and, and may I may I ask first off, you my homegirl, so I call you Ham. What's the title? Is it Doctor Ham? No. Okay, no, I just want to know what it what, what's the title, so I can make sure we know we. Ham is appropriate. Okay, that's that's all I want to know. That's all just I want to. Okay, appreciate you. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the um. I didn't come up with any of the content. They sent me the talking points, and I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that because I'm not a health professional. You know what I'm saying? I know a little bit but based on just taking care of my own health, but this is why I got the heavy hitters in here. So uh, we can we can go ahead and get straight into it. Um, I'll let, let you lead off, Ham. I know you got the talking points. Um, what are we starting off with? Yeah, so we got our talking points, and... Um what we want to talk to you about today is public health and um i'm not a clinical physician Mm -hmm. so public health is the study is actually the science of people's health that's in health parameters that are in place and then also improving those health parameters so basically your public health it it entails all the aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to put it in the simple terms, it's like protecting and improving the health of the people and the community. So gotcha. everybody goes to the doctor and that's a big part of your health. Right. But how you get to the doctor, your ability to transit, that plays an important role in your public health. Mm-hmm. Your knowledge to what actually is wrong with you or right. what your what diseases you're prevalent to. Um, is a part of your public health. So there are public health hierarchies um, that exist and they're they're put into place uh, to actually keep you healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a lot of different levels. You know, there's a local level and then there's state and and then there's um, federal and then, you know, you have the House and Representatives. And I don't know if people know that as common knowledge too right so there are a lot of different levels of what decides public health and you know you see a lot of back and forth on public health these days because of the mask mandates and Mm -hmm. who has what authority to make public health decisions right um so public health differs a lot and sometimes it can confuse people and sometimes public health information and just what public health is can kind of shy people away from what it can actually do for you. Okay, did you did you catch that time? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? I got yeah. my headphones in now. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool, cool. Cool, I want to make sure. I, yeah, and, and, and he's right. Just following up with him. Um, yeah, public health is just the, the larger aspect of the community, right? And so um, when you look at it from a medical standpoint, I, I make just a quick analogy. You know, if you come to your physician, you know, he wants to know what's, what's wrong with you. A public health aspect is what's going on with the community. Mm-hmm. Is clean air? Mm-hmm. Um, is the water polluting? Um, do people have access to food? And do people have, you know, access to mental health things? Are there any stresses in the environment? Right? So right. that's the public health, right? You know, if, there's a, if there is poor air quality, then that's going to affect everyone, um, you know, on the global standpoint, on the larger standpoint. The same way that, you know, the water quality is bad, that's going to affect everybody. Right. So that's the public health aspect of it, um, how it affects all of us together. Right? So yeah, yeah, yeah one point. Okay. So we'll go ahead to the next topic, and then just so keep, keep it right. So segue So basically, he was just capitalizing on what um what you had stated as far as like what public health entails, where it's more in the community as far as like the air itself, or you know s- serving the actual community versus just the individual person where you go to the doctor. Right. Um, it was more along the lines of that. Okay, cool. So, notable public health groups are the Center for Disease Control, um, and and this is really just a conversation of, you know, me as a public health liaison, you know, just giving my opinion of what public health is, where you can access it, mm-hmm. and how it can benefit you. Right. Um, all the information that you know I state is representative of me and, mm-hmm. and not any other entities. Um, so I just want to start off by saying that. Um, notifiable public health groups are, are like the CDC. Um, mm-hmm. They've had a lot of criticism lately, especially with our last administration. Um, I think as from a professional standpoint, working in the Texas Medical Center, that the CDC is still the, um, I would say, gold star right. of information. Do you agree, sir? Yes. Yes, sir. We, we can hear you. Oh, okay. I'm going to stop asking that. Okay. Yeah, CDC is the gold standard, um, yes. not just for American, uh, for Americans, but for uh, most of the people, uh, for most of the uh, world, uh, you know, as American goes, so does the world follow. So, yeah, CDC is definitely the, the, the overarching uh, body for public health. Right. And so there are some other notable uh, notable public health groups that are, exist and um, are emerging. Um, I'm a part of something called Hip Hop Public Health. Okay. And um, it kind of you know adapts the culture um, to you know push the message. Yeah. Um, you can tell it, by the name. Right. And, yeah. And it uses just you know creative information, and they they give you information that you can distribute you know in your zip code. And, right. Um, it's well. Um, constructed it's an opportunity for someone that's at grassroots and just a person like me who just wants to help in their three square miles right after they get off work give out some information um that's a a, a notable one yeah that's what we need um and and then i also wanted to talk about emerging public health groups which i think the new trend of the emerging public health groups is actually the individual person uh, so the recent pandemic, um, the recent pandemic, the civil rights movement, the, uh, the administration switch, the extreme natural disasters over the last eight years 
have really challenged resources around this country. Mm-hmm. You know, there has not really been, you know, a 90 day period where some part of this country wasn't in an extreme situation. Right. Um, you know, and so it made people use their resources. I think over the last eight years, um, I'm, I've seen eight a few times. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can say the last eight years versus the eight years prior to that, you know, resources have been reduced. Okay. And, and you see people having to champion their own health. Right. And, and not be um, a crutch of, you know, a lot of systems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen an era where people had to take themselves to the doctor because. They couldn't have visitors. Right. So now it's up to you to get up and to get and there. And that's something that I noticed a lot this you know past year. A lot of people have had to take responsibility for their own health because they were so used to, like, leaning on that, you know, depending on someone else to – but it's like, no, you got to step it up yourself because in the times we are now, people finally understanding just how bad we were health-wise that we were living in that we never paid attention to, and that's – probably something that y'all seen just because of based on y'all studies y'all probably been seeing it but to the public we just like oh i didn't know he was that damn dirty <laughs> right. I, I think and i think one of the things we're talking about emerging public health is the people being responsible um i think now we kind of see one of the things that pandemic pulled our eyes uh you know pulled the wall off our eyes and now we see how we play into First time probably in your life, you are now walking in a grocery store, walking in all whatever, and you see somebody in a mask or and you automatically think like you're the problem, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we see, you know, where we're at. I do not, you know, for our whole life, we've been told to wash our hands and stop the spread germs. But it didn't necessarily register to you until we got into a mess, right? essentially our CDC you know you have to have that information of what you're responsible for and how you should be doing it and you should be in your community acting as such let me ask y'all both the question do y'all believe that it should have been that way to begin with or should there have been more push on I guess the the goal you know CDC side or should it just have been us doing that to begin with simple question enough but well, um, from a few things happening at the beginning of the pandemic that kind of um, threw us off. One, we had a crazy president um, who just, I don't know, he just refused to listen to scientists, physicians, doctors, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had people who just honestly did not know. Right, right. Um, Respectfully. Me, me. Respectfully. I'll, I'll, today Some I'm speaking for the public. did not know. I didn't know a lot. Did not know, right? And so, you know, there had there was a faction of people who, you know, I can't explain them. You know, as silly as it, 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 silly as it may sound, people were afraid that if I wear a mask, it's going to affect my breathing, right? I'm not going to 
properly trained in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, right. People who work in the hospital, people who work in any healthcare facility will tell you, you've been wearing masks since masks were invented. It does not affect your breathing. Right. right. But all the, the lack of information became a hurdle. And lives were lost. People got sick. Mm-hmm. People were endangered because of the lack of information. Right. And so because of that, you know, you have entities like the CDC. At one point in time, we were just ignoring their recommendations because of the president. So you have people who two, fall on two stretches, three stretches, people who know and can't spread the information. You have people who don't know and they're just as, as, as vulnerable. Then you have people who were following behind the guy who was a lunatic and they were like, I don't care, I just trust what he says. Never mind what the science says, never mind what the rest of the world says. I trust what he says. And you know, respectfully, there are people who don't believe in science. And, and you will run you will run into that in this great America mm-hmm. um and so when when the administration um you know maybe we didn't ask him before he became administration what his views were on science I don't remember if he touched on that but you know he didn't have too much faith in it and um the information was the information was very confusing and I think that eventually when people did have to wear a mask it came out more as if a, like almost for me I felt it came out as like martial law yeah instead of I had a lot of those talks in group chats <laughs> this is to protect you right and, and um, he makes a great point when he says that he didn't let public health professionals this is a great point that he makes he said that, he, that the administration didn't allow public health professionals to get out in front of the pandemic mm-hmm. and train the public in the in the um, mask and and just the PPE, just the protective equipment, right. to comfort them to be able to use it because a lot of people are in masks and gowns and different protective equipment mm-hmm. during their work day, you know. So it's not uncommon. I, I I experienced it in the military. We had to do it, uh, which was it was called mop gear, and they you know they teach us that in case we went to um, a firefight or an area where there was a chemical spill or there were chemical weapons being used. And even though it's you know that's that's very high in, in reference to COVID, right? Um, that's still me knowing that okay, there's a time where you have to protect yourself and you have to go through these measures, and it's not uncommon. Right. So for me, that's that was my only way of psyching myself out. Now, if I hadn't had that experience, I could react just like the public did, but based on the information you're telling me, I didn't know that they weren't allowing, you know, the public health um, officials to, you know, train the public on how to wear it, why they need to wear it, the benefits of it, because when it did come out, it did feel like martial arts. It just felt like, boom, you gotta do it. And, yeah. It, it could have been. It was definitely a um, a learning point for sure. Yeah, one of the things I'm just following here on the following your script. I got your script in front of me. Um, but that, that kind of pushed us in the pandemic was the mental health aspect of it. Um, and, and, and I think for the first time, people who may not have been believers or necessarily even cared about mental health now have been alerted to mental health is real, right? I might not be um I might not be clinically depressed, but you know, I definitely can feel um 
you know, adjustment disorder, right? And I think, you know, we can all, you know, uh, when you see the therapist or psychiatrist, we often got just a diagnosis adjustment disorder. Right. To go from I actually was diagnosed with that in the Army. Life. Yeah, yeah, going through your normal life to now be, uh, you know, secluded in your house. Right. You can't, you can't go outside, you can't anything. Having to look at yourself every day. <laughs> and it's crazy that you say that, Tom. I got to jump in right there. I said it lightly, but it's crazy that you said that because they told me that in the army and I did not believe that shit. I was like, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is a, an adjustment disorder? Like, I feel like I adjust great. But when I was in therapy, they were telling me that most of everything that I was telling them came from me having to adjust. Anytime there was an adjustment period, my mental was affected heavily, and it messed it messed with my decision making. It does my my relationships with people because during that adjustment period, I separate myself from people, and then we go through this pandemic where you already can't be around people. You know what I'm saying? So the adjustment for not being around people and then when you get into a new system and having to adjust to that, it was just like a double whammy. And I'm glad that you expressed that you went through that because there's still a lot of stigma against mental health. And I would challenge that the majority of people have had some mental health challenges. Um, Even if you don't identify with them, you've had situations where you adjusted and and your norms became different even if they were as simple as graduating from high school into adulthood that's an adjustment yeah (laughs) you know like you're gonna have adjustment periods in your life going from not being a parent to being a parent Mm -hmm. um going from having your parents alive to losing your parents there's an adjustment we've all been through mental health issues um that can cause us some anxiety and um you know i really just want to speak to a point of it being important to take care of yourself and just taking a moment for things to be all about you like when you when you get paid you budget your money Mm -hmm. you know for your bills you have long-term financial goals you should have long-term like self indulgement goals Okay, Hmm. things that you... I'm not talking about plastic surgery. Uh, All right, I'm talking about just wellness, okay, and investing in yourself, um, investing in your mental health, your communication, your relationships, investing in your space. Your home should be a sanctuary. mm -hmm. You know, we go out so much. Right. We go out so much. You know, that's funny. That's why I don't, like... So I do go out a lot. And when I'm home, like I'm home, like I don't, like I look at home as my sanctuary. This is my resting place because when I'm out, I don't want to be there. I want to come back to it. And I feel like if I'm there all the time, I have nothing to come to. I'm just stuck in it. Right. But it needs to be a place where you can have an absolute great time and you can spend time there and invest in yourself. Because being out all the time, you're not even looking into yourself. You're looking at others. It's a distraction. It's it's, it's a distraction. It's not a focus. That's kind of. I had an episode on that recently uh, called "Whether You Were Healed or Distracted," Um, and and also to say that distractions aren't bad, but you don't want to use them as a vice to where you have to depend on that every time. 
because you're never healing. You're just masking it till it comes up again, and then you end up having that exploding moment. Doc, can you touch on um, mental health and procrastination for us? <laughs> Procrastination is the, the number one thing. We um, just need to slip into for so many reasons. Um, just one, because most times we don't value the time that we have. And so we procrastinate and we're like, we're not to do that later. Or, you know, whatever the case may be, we push it off. It ends up not getting done and getting done for you. Right? And so, um, you know, just like with everything else, we have to align ourselves and be conscious of the time that, you know, uh, God gave us, right? And so, um, one of the things, the issues with, with, with dealing with mental health, um, and one of the signs, and I, I'm not trying to diagnose nobody over here, listen to me, don't be like, I think I'm getting But, you know, one of the things with mental, mental health, most issues, um, there is a lack you know, want you to do something, right? When you have a lack of drive, you, you know, that's usually a sign of like, okay, something's wrong. You know, I just don't feel like doing something today. I just don't feel like doing something. Well, I can do that later, right? That's a major sign, a major red flag of like, okay, something, something's going on. I need to kind of, you know, try to focus on myself a little bit more. Um, you know, one of the things, I just kind of came out of a little period where I can leave social media for, uh, for four months. From, I think you have to step away from it. I think you have to. Yeah. I think you have to. To make, yeah, I did four months, which was, you know, a little bit extreme, you know, I'm not recommending uh, time, but it, it allowed me to stop and smell the roses. It does. Your flowers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do they really smell like? You, you know. Yeah. What do your flowers really smell like? Yeah, for sure. I think it. I think it's healthy to step away from social media. So here's a challenge: if you're listening to this right now and you haven't stepped away from social media um, in the last six months, okay, I hmm. challenge you to take. Start off slow because I know it's addictive. It's, you it's, know, it's wean scary. yourself. <laughs> it's scary for folks because you have to you have to be with yourself. Right, a gr- a great you know stay off of social media one day for your age. Okay? I, I can so know a couple a couple homeboys who do that now. They they've literally um, dedicated one day to no social media, yeah. and they've been doing it for probably about a year or two. And they said it's the best thing ever. Now, I, I yeah. take my breaks. Um, unfortunately, it's most of the time at the last minute because I'm about at the boiling point. Right. But I still do it. So it's, at least I do it. But um, even then, like, it's scary for some people because you have to deal with yourself again. A lot of us have never did it. And if we did, we haven't done it in a while because of social media. You're going through something, you get on social media. You're bored, you get on social media. Something going on, you get on social media. Now... Like the other day, I challenged myself. I'm gonna try to watch a couple movies without getting on social media. I found myself like, damn, it's hard for me to just watch a movie without right, having without my phone. You know what I'm saying? And I might not even put nothing out, but I'm on it. Well, everything's not gonna, you know, everything's not gonna work for everyone. So you know, mm-hmm. try to work in a break from social media if you want to do intervals. You know, uh, once a week. 
you know, so many hours per day, you know, get yeah. up in the morning. I'm not getting on social media till noon, yeah. you know, and just give your morning to your life, you know, your real life. <laughs> um, you know, if you want to just take 30 days off and come back to it, you know, find what works for you. But I think that we can all agree that um, taking a break for social media is important to your mental health and, and we think that it'll benefit you, right? I'm guilty of that don't <laughs> don't judge yourself off my life because man i post stuff it's years old you guys have just yeah. never seen it i look the same <laughs> <laughs> so you know just because you see a trip to me it's probably the same mexico trip they had on a different outfit like <laughs> they only went once <laughs> right like, I'm just so, yeah i'm just so something's wrong with me because you're judging your life off of what somebody allowed you to see, right? You know, nobody's posting their losses. Right. No one's posting their losses. No one is. No one's posting their losses. No one's posting their losses. And if you think that you started to look at Yeah, it's self-inflicted. That's a great point. Yeah. A self-inflicted loss is one that you don't have to suffer. You walk right into it. You don't even have to suffer that loss. Give yourself a break. Okay? Even Jordan lost a few. Yeah. Even Kobe lost a few. Yeah. Even Kobe lost a few. Kwame Brown lost a lot. And then you got to understand that. <laughs> oh, man. That boy lost a lot. Hey, hey, one check at a time, okay? <laughs> one check at a time. <laughs> one check at a time. Yeah, but, um, you know, and a lot of times when you think you've taken a loss or a situation don't end like you want, it's because there was poor communication. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we're we're slow to communicate and quick to oh, judge. Man. I got episodes for everything, man. <laughs> Real quick. And um, you... I think that we need to start investing time and resources into what positive communication is. It's, it's the art of communication, y'all. Check the episode out too. But <laughs> I got I got the health professional, so they're gonna give you the, the the facts behind that. My shit just off the top of my head, but that's to me, it's the art of communication, which can help with a lot of things. People don't know how to, and a lot of people aren't interested either. <laughs> yeah, communication. Communication is important and um you know, just to capitalize on one check at a time, you know, we're we're all out here in an economy and communication, positive communication, you know, it can actually help your business. It'll help your money. 
it'll help your financial situation uh so putting resources into positive communication is important mm-hmm. um we also wanted to talk about i said on here creating a council of wisdom to consult in everything that you do but really i just want to say just pray in everything that you do okay okay just really just really just pray in everything that you do and um seek peace from other sources man before you fly off the hinge i really just want to challenge everybody just to either look in the mirror Mm -hmm. or you know hit your day one you know, even if it's your mama, I really yeah. think people should confide in their moms more. If you got your mom, you should hit her phone. She's got it. <laughs> for sure, for you know sure. what I'm saying? Before you That's fly real. off the hinge, you know, consult your inner counsel and seek peace. Um, because we got a lot of violence in our community and we got to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. And that's not just when a gun is involved. It's when you're acting out yourself. two things you said that I've been doing lately making sure I've been making sure I'm not taking it the wrong way and deep breathing deep breathing has probably been one of the most beneficial things for me I will say right stay away from anger note to self Notes to self. You can look at it and be like, okay, now I was in the wrong place. This person was wrong. So, I mean, I got a personal reminder for that. I got a dislocated shoulder because I was angry. And that shit gonna stay with me for the rest of my life. So now I got a personal reminder to not get angry. And you're lucky that your personal reminder is your shoulder. Right. Um, Because anger you know it can lead to conflict and i just cannot stress to people and the listeners know that story they know that story walk away from conflict Mm -hmm. this is a public health issue okay (laughs) this is so detrimental to your health okay you have to you have to learn some what we call de-escalation techniques okay and you have to de-escalate situations even if you have to humble yourself and just survive right okay it's it's vital to the it's vital to the survival of yourself anything that you pour into yourself anything that you take in and you built over the years one conflict can jeopardize 
all of that. Yep. That's note to self. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. One mistake. I think we're all divinely putting put in each other's path because we're going through the same things. Mm-hmm. So the information is for everyone. Like we have to avoid conflict. You gotta get out my own way. Definitely. I I challenge people to take that energy and to rise above. Avoid, uh, uh, rise above conflict not only conflict in your face but causing other people conflict mm-hmm. you know cause sometimes man you can get mad at somebody about something and you like I'm gonna cause them a problem yeah we gotta rise above that man we gotta mm-hmm. stop what we call them and do all the crabs in a bucket yeah crab, well, we love that narrative crabs in a bucket That's, you know the crazy part about that, that is that crabs didn't put themselves in the bucket right Right. I actually got that written down. We we can link up on that one another time. <laughs> that might be a long one. Yeah, there's a whole little conversation, bro. Yeah, it's a whole nother right. conversation. It is. It's a pub, but it's a. I think it's a public health issue. I th- I think if there was a little bit, and I think that also goes back to communication. Yeah. You know, and you know, I I think we say um, invest time and resources in the positive communication, but I think that people actually have to figure out how to communicate with people right people you actually don't know have how to. to right even i really don't even know how we get past the barrier of that the it's barrier is it's, it's so many it can go from the the education level to the exper- right. to the experience level uh i was just talking to my homeboy about this uh about having certain people on my podcast because they're stuck in a certain mind state that it's hard for me that i can't change their mind like literally to be blunt it's some people who haven't gotten past sexual orientation somebody being gay. I can bring them on and they'll say something disrespectful about that. They might they still think that women's supposed to just cook and clean and it's just like I I there's it's it's difficult for me to communicate this type of message for someone who who's not necessarily changing their belief but putting their getting out of their own way to help themselves communicate with people who are that look just like them so we can get rid of those the, the crab in the bucket you know mentality but if i can't even communicate with them because i know as soon as they get on here niggas ain't shit bitches is hold on, man no that's not what i'm here for <laughs> i'm not here for that yeah, no, I'm here for yeah. yeah. I, I gotta i gotta jump off you know, real quick um but i, I like the communication aspect before i go i just want to just so man appreciate you but with the communication yeah, actually, you know um, one of the things and it's crazy bro there are hundreds of languages spoken in this world mm-hmm. right French, um, Spanish, you name it even Ebonics is the language you know right. but the number one thing that is holds constant across any language a smile <laughs> it's a smile. It's a smile, man. I try to smile in the mask. <laughs> smile. Yes, it's a smile. And so, 
thing, the first thing about communication, if you're in a, if you ever find yourself in another country or somebody you don't speak your language or just mind, it's the number one thing that people recognize, right? You can connect. And so if you're ever looking at somebody who's totally different than you, you just don't understand them. Try smiling first. Yep. And from there, you can find a common ground to have a conversation or to have some kind of communication, right? But if you've got your face round up, yeah, there's going to be a language barrier, you know. But smile starts off, breaks down the first language barriers, and hey, you know, I'm, I, I, I want to work with you, you know. How can we make things better? You know, especially between um, us as African Americans, white people in this country, we got to realize that, listen, we're the same people. Right. Right. Yo, 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 it's the White Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is yours truly, the creator, the host of the White Show, your boy White, who I present a bird's eye view of black culture that makes you laugh, think, and feel. I aim for bridging gaps and connecting dots culturally along the way by using music, entertainment, and history. So please enjoy, stay true, do you. Yo, 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 it's the White Show. You know, I really don't understand with everything going on why we're not like jumping for joy to see each other. We don't know how to communicate. You know, that. I, so I went to a. a we H- don't know how to communicate joy with each other. I went to an HBCU, but when I went to the University of Texas, mm-hmm. it was not that. <laughs> And the few of us that were there, I just didn't feel like we had the joy that we should have had to see each other. Yeah. Um, because the HBCU was just so family. Right. It was so friendly. You know, everybody was cousin. Yeah. Um, and and definitely us as as brothers and sisters, you yeah. know, we gotta smile. And um Oh he don't know. He tried to we okay. gotta smile and we gotta try to <clears throat> gotta try to love each other man and just be happy to see one another just happy to see another person that look like me doing good y'all know we be outside dressed up you know just be happy to see each other dressed up doing your thing yeah for sure man like definitely um so i appreciate doc coming on man that was yeah, I, I, really to yeah. get us into it and I, I i got him at the last minute i was i hit him up and i was you know i've known tom for a while man um i still got some old videos on facebook man. <laughs> <laughs> i need to go check that out but uh nah man hit him up last minute he was like he was down you know he worked in his schedule he got meetings and work you know busy man so i appreciate him and um but yeah um like just this whole conversation in general as far as just uh between I know we still have other topics to get to, but uh the the just knowing what public health is, learning how to communicate, um, understanding, you know, the the norms and stuff that we have the the change and get to, the adjustment periods with COVID and all that. Yeah, man, I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, man. definitely. So we we're in public health. All of these the topics the topics that we listed, the mental health, the communication, the avoiding conflict. You know, all of those are aspects of public health. And I'm glad that um, White brought the doctor in because, you know, he kind of just backed up the fact that these issues are important. 
and that they affect your health they affect the the health of the public everyone around you so um it's glad to have professionals on the same page when we're pushing this information mm-hmm. because just like he said with the administration rolling out the mask mandates no one was saying the same thing okay but here you got fam you and ewc right <laughs> okay <laughs> saying the same thing right okay so y'all was like colliding on saying the same thing same thing and that smile thing that's golden man the smile will get you a long way i never thought of of it that way but that makes just that much sense like when y'all both said it i was like oh shit i'm telling you this smile got me from duval county how about this from 7500 powers avenue yeah okay 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 okay. (laughs) the 6500 fanning yeah texas medical center so like smile man it'll take you a long way yeah a smile will take you a long way letting other people talk when you meet them Mm. it'll take you a long way but we're about to jump into the bread and butter that's good you know what i'm saying this is my um it's my baby this is what i do every day the infection control um Infection control is so important, dog. It'll just help you. I think with COVID, man, so many people were sick. Right. You seen a lot of people be sick, and infection control became. It just became vital to surviving. But just because you know they're loosening mass restrictions and everything going on, it doesn't mean that you can't pay attention to infection control. Mm-hmm. All right, so. When products became scarce during COVID, like, um, like uh, hand sanitizer, right. you know, smelling like oh, tequila, man. that was crazy. Nobody yeah. wanted to rub that <laughs> on. Um, you know, like the the Lysol wipes and just the Lysol spray, the 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 Febreze that yeah. you know disinfects or whatever. When that stuff became scarce, you know, like you got to be able to go back to the basics. So I just really wanted to talk to people about bleaching water. Yes. Okay, bleaching water is like just ancient times okay it's all you need and you don't want the bleach to be too strong because you know bleach can leave an odor okay it's also a chemical so it can like um say you wipe a doorknob with bleach you might like wipe that tarnish off of it you know so bleach can also stain things you know so it can something can have a yellow tint to it again it can take color out so when you're using bleach for every cap of bleach that you put in, you want to put 10 caps of water. Okay. Okay. Or for every um, for every cup of bleach you use, you want to use 10 cups of water. All right. So it's called a 10 to 1 ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, I have more information about 10 to 1 ratios and bleaching information like that. Definitely when we drop the podcast, we'll drop some links for y'all to get some more information. And um, this is a cleaning solution that you can access pretty much anywhere in the world. Right. You can pretty much get your hands on some on some Clorox, you know, wherever you are. And, um, you know, you can dilute it with 10 to 1 water and it'll kind of it'll protect you. You know, you can clean everything from, you know, a doorknob to a toilet seat to, you know, whatever you need to disinfect. Right. If you just need to get your hands real quick, if you need to sanitize like something to eat with, you know, it's mild enough where it's not going to hurt you. Right. And it's strong enough where it's going to protect you. And that's a 10 to 1 bleach solution. And there I think that's, 10 to 1. that's a recipe. 10 you to 1. Um, 
I also wanted to talk about um, bacteria. It enters the, the body through your dermis, through your skin. Um, so again, this is just my recommendation. I treat my skin with witch hazel probably uh, three to five days, once every three to five days. Mm-hmm. It kind of, if you have minor cuts and abrasions, um, you know, it'll go ahead and close them up, cure them up. It helps you with scarring. I work in a lab, so I, I'm, um, you know, exposed to germs. So I definitely yeah. don't want to have like breaks and stuff in my skin. Right. I feel like uh, it's, it protects me, so I definitely. Nah, I'll be to- seeing you in the lab, I, like anytime. <laughs> she like she made me interested in it just from get go. Again, this is part of just a lot of the shit that I talk about, man. Just identity. Knowing people, I went to I went to high school where you know she a hooper too. She ain't even say that. She a hooper. Stop. You feel me? A hooper. <laughs> you feel me? So <laughs> but nah, it's like just to see somebody that look like you that you know that's into something that you had no idea about. It is it's inspiring. It, it like to see, and then she puts it out there. She not just. Say hey y'all, this is what I do. Nah, I got pictures. You know what I'm saying? I'm in here with my with my protective gear on. Yeah, but I got an isolate collection because it's a it's a. T- Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something. It's a lot of people that went to school and they knew since junior high school that they was finna be. They was gonna get it together. They was gonna go to college. Mm-hmm. I stumbled on this by a mistake. What you say? I was a hooper. So I had accidentally hooped and went to college. (laughs) (laughs) I had accidentally went to college on an accident. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was like, yo, you got to pick a major. And I'm like, okay, I know I don't want to work with no kids. (laughs) That ain't for him. And I knew I didn't want to be the police. (laughs) So I I ended up doing that. Oops. (laughs) I knew I didn't want to be the police. I'm like, all right, let me jump on this. Let me jump on the science. You know, I'm pretty good at that. I, I do that. It's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually graduated from college, and I was, like, cooking bacon, bro. A lot of it. In a hospital kitchen. Mm. And the lady from HR, she had me make her a sandwich one day. And I was smiling, <laughs> making that bacon. She said, what are you doing back here? And she just moved me up. Because I just waited my turn. So... I stumbled upon... I didn't know what the hell I was going to do after high school, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just basically fell into a niche, and I really, really liked it. A lot of people say, well, why are you not a doctor? You could be a doctor. Like, I didn't plan to do this. Right. <laughs> right. That's, look, I can relate. I, I didn't I relate. plan to do this. This is literally where God picked me up mm-hmm. from whatever I was... This man, though. No. Well, I know. <laughs> this I know, man, I know, no. I, know. I literally just... <laughs> picked me up he used that basketball you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. to carry me to a place you know so i i really just accepted the path that god gave me to be in a in a micro field have that trade because mm-hmm. that's really what it is it's, it's a trade to have that trade but also to have the opportunity to get the knowledge to give back to the community so that they can live healthy like my mission statement on facebook for the last 10 years has been to stop communicable diseases because mm. i just really don't feel like people have to be sick right you just don't have to go through that shit like the way that you feel mm-hmm. when your blood pressure goes up and now you paralyzed on the couch like yeah you don't have to feel like that bro and there's little things that you can do 
that can just really put you in the space. And I'm not even sitting here like, first of all, I don't have high blood pressure. <laughs> I'm 32. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. Type 2 diabetes. Um, I don't got it either. Knock on wood. <laughs> I'm like down 50 pounds. I really been hustling, trying to pre. I'm trying to talk what I'm, you know, live what I'm preaching. Right. For sure. But I think like if you don't ever, the way the world set up, are you gonna gain the weight? Yeah. It's there. The way mm-hmm. these plates hitting down here, man. Come on, man. It's a few of these Come plates on. I don't want to leave and go back to Texas with. <laughs> it's a few plates down here that yeah. I don't want to leave. Right, like can't miss out on that. The weight's there, the traffic's there, you're mm-hmm. sitting in it, you're busy. You know, you're gonna pick it up, but you know you gotta be able to pick up small tips so that you can um so that you can maintain, man. I just really wanna I'm glad that I got to take a journey and um and get that information and i just try to give it back to the community without being annoying with it because people i i just really feel like when it comes to like sometimes when they help people just be doing it for the ground right like hey i'm healthy and i notice that a lot because i, I <laughs> it sucks when i see some people you know they've been put posting workout videos for years and i know some people that's just a struggle you know trying to getting on and getting off but others are just like, all right, are you working out or are you just like, right? There's some cool shit. Yo, I'm gonna put. I'm you ain't put, even sweating. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on you like this: <laughs> Nike clothes are for athletes, <laughs> and if you're not exercising in the <laughs> don't look good. Okay, take a lap. All right, uh, so I'm going in champs, taking all the sizes. And y'all not working out in the. <laughs> in the They're clothes. taking all my damn sizes. Right, <laughs> we want clothes. You know what I'm saying? And man, don't get caught up and you gotta go to the gym. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. Man, get in there and get you like the resistance bands and just do it in your front room, man. Yeah. Get that 20 minutes in. Even like, when I go to the gym, I'm not. I, I'm like when I really do go to the gym because I'm, I'm planning to go next month. It was supposed to be this month. I'm gonna go next month and get me a membership. Um, I don't go heavy like that because you don't have to go heavy i just go enough to where it becomes a habit i don't need to be in there for two hours about to pass man i'm in there 30 minutes 40 minutes 40 minutes is just because i done got a little bit more wind i got more endurance i wanted to push myself but on the regular maybe 30 minutes because i'm gonna do cardio and i'm gonna do a little bit of uh, lifting it might be leg day it might be upper body but i'm gonna do cardio every every time i go and I might only go three times a week. So I'm getting cardio three times a week. I do legs once a week, upper body twice a week. I'm good. Man, I'm going to keep it real. I'm no, only, that's just my body type. I'm only getting in the gym once a week. That's I'm only getting in, and, and that is a commitment. That is still great. Because the, <laughs> the biggest part of the battle is getting there. As long as you get there, you don't won halfway. Cause you once you get there, like, I'm here. I might as well do something. Right. You but you gotta get in there once a week. Yeah. I think you. I think it's just um on a on a mental health thing. You gotta try to get in there once a week. Cause you have to do the things for you that are gonna keep you going. Right. Okay. And I want to jump down real quick. We are gonna come back, but we we're talking about do the things you do to keep you going. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to jump to mask or no mask. All right. Uh oh. Okay. So, <laughs> should be playing some future mask out. Like mask. Bro, I think that the mask <laughs> gives you superpowers. 
Okay, because look at the common cold, right? Yep. You're going to have a common cold for like seven to ten days. Your head going to be stuffy. You can't really do nothing when your head's stuffy like that, man. You know, you just kind of want to pass out. You want to chill. You know, you're going to have body aches. You're going to have fever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're really not going to be your best self, you know? And then in seven days, you're probably going to come in contact with 150 people. Right. Right. And you're going to give them the common cold. Exactly. And those other 150 people will infinitely infect a lot of people. Okay. That's the common cold. That's not COVID. Right. All right. COVID has much more, much severe consequences. Um, I think that we've seen than the common cold, which is why they came out with the vaccine for it. Mm-hmm. I think that the masks do offer restrictions, but I think that if you want to unlock more time in your life, you can use that mask to do that because you're not going to get sick. Which you, I haven't because of that. You get I've all noticed. you get all 365. You oh, get man. all 365 days the if gra- you wear. By the grace of God, I, in doing that mask, I've been I've been fine. Like I had that that time period that everybody said that they were sick. At initially, I had that time, and since then. You know, I might be might have been asymptomatic, but at the same time, I haven't had any other symptoms as far as having a cold or something towards the flu, because that still exists. Yeah. But I didn't have anything going towards that, and that was impartial to the to the mask. Like I said, by the grace of God, you know what I'm saying? Some people wore the mask and it was still affected. Definitely. Some people did wear the mask and still affected, but I think the mask greatly reduces. Most definitely. Your chances of becoming sick with not just COVID nineteen, but just the common cold. Um, I work with a a test. This by a company called BioFire. It's a like a resp- It's a panel that tests respiratory viruses. There are like twenty viruses. <laughs> twenty different viruses that you can just pick up. So yeah, you're not getting. So okay, you're vaccinated from COVID nineteen. You can still get the adenovirus you can still get rhinovirus you can still get you know there's so much stuff out there that you can catch and that mask it kind of kind of block that stuff out man so you know if you want to get as close to 365 days a year without being sick man because if you get sick twice a year you didn't gave up 25 days you gave up a whole month yeah a whole month females you already got a cramp Ooh. Come on, bro. Double That's two homicide. days. That's two. <laughs> so look, we already giving up twenty four days oh, a man. year on that BS. Okay, and now you are gonna add another twenty, getting the cold twice. You giving up two months a year, mm-hmm. just being sick. Think about yeah. that. And then we only getting older. And then you throw in the high blood pressure. Okay, so peep yeah. this, bro. And ain't no summertime fun. Right. Okay. That. So so women, you already giving up a month just from cramps. Yeah. All right. Say you uh, get the common cold twice. You're giving up another 20 days, mm-hmm. right? Say you got high blood pressure and you feel bad maybe one day a week for 12 weeks. Feel me? All right, now you got type 2 diabetes and mm. you feel bad one day a week from that. At the end of the year, you've been sick four months. You only lived eight months out of that year because you were sick. Yeah. So put your mask on, get you a month back. 
Go to the gym once a week, get your month back. Yeah. Cause time, man. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You spitting facts. Spitting time. facts for real. Note time. to self, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Public, it's it's important. <clears throat> These topics are important. I just really hope this is um helping something. We're gonna wrap y'all up, but um, man, I'd like to see. I, I think everyone should get vaccinated for COVID nineteen. I think that. You should get vaccinated. I think that you should try to wear your mask as much as you can in public, especially if you are in a place where there are going to be older people that visit grocery mm-hmm. stores and stuff like that. Put your mask on. Yeah, so I always don't, do that. Don't do that to nobody, auntie. I haven't been around my um any of my elders for a while. I've been talking to them on the phone, but right. that's because I know I'm out in the public. And if I right. do, like I just saw my grandma, my cousin, my dad's birthday. I still I get her the elbow. Yeah, you know if you're gonna go in the family dollar in the neighborhood, man, put a mask on because somebody auntie got to come in there. Don't do that. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Be respectful. We really got to look out for our elders in our community because you know something like this kills off the wisdom. What do we have left? Y'all got to pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody should get vaccinated for COVID nineteen. So we are already vaccinated for a lot of stuff. You get the flu vaccine. It's recommended that you get the flu vaccine. If you don't get the flu vaccine, I think you should get the flu vaccine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I got some vaccines. I don't even remember from the military. They right. Gave me some I actually shit. got a meningitis <laughs> vaccine. We got hit both arms. <laughs> Healthcare professionals get a lot of vaccines. Yeah. Um, and I haven't morphed yet. Uh, I, there's a few people that might call me an alien but you know the vaccines they really are I feel like they protect me um, so I think that you should add the COVID-19 vaccine because they're saying that you're going to eventually need a booster shot mm-hmm. add that vaccine to your annual flu vaccine make sure you have your uh, your tetanus boosters up to date you know and uh, all your um, measles mumps rubella make sure all your vaccinations are up to date so you mm-hmm. can you know avoid being sick i definitely think you should get vaccinated for covid 19 i like to see more entertainers back the vaccine mm-hmm. i know it's a bunch of politics <coughs> behind it but definitely don't let these entertainers fool you they're vaccinated okay they are vaccinated anybody that's doing a show i'll put it to you like this I'm gonna yell out a name. I doubt Dirk would have been here without a mask on, mm-hmm. and he's not vaccinated. I think Moneybag just did Orlando. Yeah, these people are vaccinated. You know, they're in front of thousands of people. They don't want to get sick. They don't want to get their families sick. Yeah. You know, they got entire camps around them. Yeah, they I, cash cow, man. You can't. They're the yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? That's how the you <laughs> how do you let them kill the king? You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> like they, these people are vaccinated. You know they can't sure, necessarily come sure. out and pick a side, but don't think that this shit is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you don't have the vaccine. I really wish entertainers would push it a little more because you really need to protect your protect your customer. Yeah. I thought I've never been through a pandemic before, you know, so I don't know why I felt like the dope man would protect. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want them to OD, right? Right. I don't know. I'm not in the game, man. I just, you know, I work in a lab. Just say I went to college by mistake. I work at a bank. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm so saying. What I, do went, I, know? <laughs> I went to college by mistake, man. I'm not a scholar out here by any chance. So what I'm saying is, yeah, you want to protect the. You want to protect the people, man. Get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Um, I want to touch on one more thing in infection control. So, 
E. coli is a bacteria that's found in stool. It has a half life. So, you know, every eight to 12 hours, you have one, it turns into two, turns into four. Okay. So, we're at a point in life where you need to take a shower twice a day. I'm just going to jump out and say it because grown people need to do that. I do that, but not. Okay. So, I take my, my shower every night like I've always done. But I started taking showers in the morning too. Yeah, man, jump in. If I was doing it because I just wanted to wake myself up, jump in. But even then, it just I, you know, but feel everybody clean. they just not cleaner. Everybody <laughs> they not the same. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But man, in the shower ain't gotta be like thirty minutes, dog. Get in that bitch. You know, you know, wet. women ain't hearing that shit. They no, in that motherfucker for an hour. They gonna they, coming out to you can prune. have your you can have your hour shower. They coming out to approve. You can have your hour shower, but you got to get that thir- 15, 30 minute shower. You got to get an extra one. Oh yeah. You can't say, "Oh, I took a bath for a whole hour, so I'm good." No. Nope. Nah. No, no, no. I tell you, for me, it's it's really no limit for me. It's based on how I feel at that moment. If I feel like I'm dirty, I'm gonna take a shower. No, no, no. Like, we got we got to jump. We got to jump wait, two baths today. I'm not waiting to smell an odor. Like I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I don't like all that activity I just did. I'm gonna go take a shower. Yeah, man. Especially <laughs> with the summer, this heat coming up, man. We stay I in Florida. Stress, we stay bro. in Florida. If I, I go to the stress. mall and come back, ten times out of ten, I sweated at some time. I'm taking a shower. <laughs> no, for real. I got a little sticky. But then that goes back to, man, this is a public health issue, man. You got to make your house your sanctuary. Yeah, okay? for sure. You got to be like, oh, I'm finna jump in the shower. Yeah. You got to have your, your house set up so you can come and you can do that. Shower you know is a joyful time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Music you gotta vibes, be, you feel me? You got to be able to do that, man. Like, um, try to spend less on clothes so that you can throw them away. Yeah. Stop keeping them for so long. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I have less, less clothes now. I throw shit away. Yeah, I throw things away. Because I, I wear my away. shit. You know, ain't no purpose. Somebody getting my old shit. I don't want that. No, man, I don't. And I really just stop spending like crazy, crazy. If I have something that is in good shape, what I do, what I've done, and it's known in my family, I always give it to my younger cousins. But they know I don't get them no bullshit. Right. Because I'm right, not going to have them out here right. stepping. And you know what I do? I, when the I season change, like you know what I'm saying? Instead of really packing that stuff away, I just go ahead and shed the top. I give away like coats. Yeah, I buy a I coat every year. Yeah. yeah. And you re- right. Really, I really give myself to my cousins. I like, do. Yeah, I and go then now that I got drop the some stuff business, on my auntie. I'll be um, the made some shit and be like, you know yeah. what? I, I made I this shirt. Some on auntie I took a picture you. in this bitch. Just to my to, cousins, man. Just to promote it. And I ain't never wear it after that. I just took a picture in that bit. It go, yeah. Jumping fresh is a, is a mindset, dog. You'll see, like, going back to investment in yourself, man, when you put that. 30 minutes into you and just reset your day real quick mm-hmm. you up yeah you're up what up. i see on a lot uh, based on this is um time management yeah for sure for sure for sure a lot of those time management for sure when you say that the understanding how much time you taking out of your your year your days when you're not healthy you know taking that time out the the um to get you know just your your space right but you have to manage that well. Um, and that, I think those are two important things, art, the communi- art of communication and your time management. Um, those are two things that our community lacks with that help that is deferring us from like coming together as quick as we could. 
those two things. Because we don't, if you tell everything we saying to people right now, the first thing they're going to tell you is, I don't have time. Right, for sure. That's the first thing they're going to say. say, I don't, bro. And you're going to say, you know what? I understand. No, you I got am, kids. Yeah. You got every you got all that going on. You gonna tell me I gotta go work out for thirty minutes? I then I have to take out time for myself to just reflect. I don't even got that type of time, man. And that's why you gotta just <laughs> two make, showers a day. I don't. That's why you just gotta make your crib a sanctuary and spend some time there, man. Because we be outside. Yeah. And I know we've been inside, so everybody <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You want me to stay inside some more? Nah, you just gotta make sure that because outside open, like you don't neglect mm. the balance. You gotta have a balance. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because we was inside, mm-hmm. and actually, I never experienced the pandemic. Yeah. I worked every day. Yeah. Okay. Never experienced the pandemic. Never had a day off during the pandemic so i really can't even sympathize with the being inside because a lot of people like you telling me to be inside but i've been inside what you talking about like yeah. no i really can't sympathize with it i respect that but i definitely think that you got to find a balance so that you can like take care of self and it's really just about avoiding these diseases dog mm-hmm. here we are between 28 and 34 let's just be real mm-hmm is now right it's now either you're going to switch it up flip it around oh, drop the weight however you gotta drop it i know everybody like oh don't get liposuction oh don't get a uh, gastric bypass oh don't get the sleeve um oh going to the gym is this i don't care how you drop it get with your pcp mm-hmm. You guys come up with the best way for you to reduce your body mass mm. and get the weight off you. What is it? We in May? Yeah. Mama come back here in December. Get the weight off. Everybody need to try to go at least a hard. If your BMI is high, your body mass index, if it's up, you need to try to drop like 25 to 40 pounds before the end of the year. And just at this point, at this moment, when this air on Monday change your life, my dog, somebody listening to this, just mm-hmm. change your life right now. Like everybody counting on you. Yeah. Okay. Buy some life insurance so that you can get some generational wealth. Yeah. Take accountability, y'all. And take accountability <coughs> and, and drop drop the weight, man. Stop worrying about how you do it. Everybody like putting a lot of pressure on people because oh they did it this way, oh they did it that way. Either you're a hundred pounds lighter or you're not. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of anybody that took the step to drop that weight. Oh, I was forced because the last time where I to to the point where I felt like I was feeling sick. Yeah, was right before I went to army. I was like two sixty, and for me that was like, yeah no that no. was big for me. I yeah. had never felt like my body could already had serious <laughs> no, injuries. Like my knee. So my body was like, yo, you know what's going on, type <laughs> shit. So I was forced to lose weight when I got right, in the army, right. and I got down to one seventy five. Right. So I almost oh, lost no. like a hundred pounds, but. I was too damn small. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was almost malnutrition. And it's going <laughs> flu- to fluctuate. But I got back up to a decent weight. And now I can. I know I'm still out of shape. But I know what point to get to. So when you saying that, is for me, it's, it's more of just getting back to that, that lifestyle. 
and creating a sanctuary everywhere I go at. Yeah. Not just at home. So if you if it's hard to go to the gym, make the gym a sanctuary for you. The best way for me to go is how I go for thirty minutes. I love my music. I like to shoot. I just make it like a like a, a thing. Like I want. I can't wait to wear this outfit. So maybe yeah. Maybe you want to wear that Nike outfit. If that's your motivation to get there. By all right, means, do right, that shit. Right, right. You got. You know what I'm saying? You Hype yourself do, up. Yeah. Get get in that. Make it a sanctuary to where all right. This is what I'm gonna do. And if you ain't even working out, it can be in your health. You know the foods that you eat go that way I know for me I had to do that by choice yeah man so I think that's what's going on in public health and um that's just a snapshot of where we are right now you know public health changes um so you gotta stick close to your credible sources we like I said me and doc said we think the CDC is still a great gold standard information source mm-hmm. um you know so if the CDC makes a recommendation. I think you've heard from FAMU and EWC right. <laughs> that uh, you know that you should uh, follow it and um, and just try to stay as healthy as possible, man. Because we've lost enough people. Right. We lost enough people, man. And it's hard, you know, not being able to take care of yourself, needing somebody to take care of you. And I don't want to see anybody sick. I want to see everybody, you know. No matter what language you speak, smiling at people, doing mm. good. So I hope that this information that we share with you today, you know, I hope you can take it and benefit from it. I hope you can share it. And, you know, I hope that in December when we get back together, you know, everybody got a bunch of great stories to tell about it. So that's like, it's my high motives. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. Where we at with it now? Yeah, we um, we checked out. We checked out that with that. Hey, okay. Yeah, we checked out. We checked. Look, out. man. Next, I ain't got. I don't, man. People, I appreciate you giving me a platform because, like I said, man, I just really got this on my heart. You know, and what I'm when saying? you came, how you came with uh, information, because most people, everybody who knows, who listens, they know I don't really do it as formal I do have talking points but my talking points are so vague and a lot of the things I talk about are, are off the top of my head and people champion me because um, in their words not mine that I'm well spoken but to get the the criteria that you had for me it was exciting because again I have, I have old episodes for everything but I like to bring them it was as you were talking I had an enlightenment moment because I, I I had an episode called Health and Wealth. And at that time, I wanted a health, somebody who was in health, somebody who was a, a, an official, a doctor, a nurse, whatever. And I didn't know who to reach out to. At the time, I didn't know to reach out to Tom, but I think he was going through school or something at the time. Right, and a lot of public health professionals, they, they're practicing. Yeah. So, you know, you practice, ma'am, most people work about if you're a cl- clinician you're practicing you're working about 60 hours a week you know right. unless you're a, especially if you're in acute care you know you're putting those hours up so a lot of people they don't have time to be public health liaisons and mm-hmm. to go out into like you just said the earlier. information right and that's why know? at that time so now to have when you reached out to me right it was like Oh shit! Like damn, this is this is exactly what I was looking no, for. But you know, this is what seven, I seven eight months ago. <laughs> this is what I love though, because 
my trade micro that's that's really good you know it's a great trade mm-hmm. um but for me it's just being able to work with the people that's why i tell people like the time that i spent with the american diabetes association like mm-hmm. just being a, a healthcare educator making no money from it that was like the best for me like yeah. i don't even need to i've gotten to a point where i tell people all the time i want to retire when i'm 36 Oh, yeah. yeah, like I'm. Th- I got like four years. I'm so serious. I, I know that's so that's real serious. shit. That's look. That's inspiring. Just, that's admirable. <laughs> I want to just step away and just kind of just um, <laughs> just let it take me somewhere else, man. Like for real, because you gotta. You, I don't want to spend my whole life, um, you know, with my head down, and um, I might practice micro a little bit, but. I think that my um, my voice has a greater purpose yeah. than to be in the lab because a lot of people I'm very like well spoken or outspoken or I can speak to people mm-hmm. but I work in a lab and it's kind of like you don't say anything right. all day I go to work and I have not talked for like 12 straight hours just like solitary isolation and the people in there they're not really people people they're right. just lab people you right. know what I'm saying so okay. um I definitely want to, you know, go back into like the public health education mm-hmm. aspect, but that don't people don't do that because, you know, it's not like the lucrative part. Right. But you got to try to like just exist beyond that. I think right. I've gotten to a comfortable point. I think I got to go out, live wonderful, have some great nights. Right. And now you just want to come back and make sure that the mission to limit communicable diseases in my community actually happens and then i'm just not in you know houston every weekend eating crab cakes really want to put back into the community and be able to be a a cornerstone for people who, like you said like eight months ago man i didn't know who to talk to yeah you know what I i'm saying i didn't know so, who to talk to just somebody that can go and get the information and bring and, it back and not even not only get information but what i talked about earlier about identity somebody who i can relate to because it's one thing that just gets like you said they're not people people you know what i'm saying and i would bring you on this shit boring as fuck we communicating on a different level art of communication that's me recognizing boom okay she came with the plan that's easier for her to come to me anyway because we already have knowledge of each other. We cool with each other. I'm already in this space where I'm, I'm comfortable with talking on the mic, whatever. This is going to be a lot easier than if I brought somebody in here I didn't know. I could still do it, but I would have to fish for it. Right. We bouncing off of each other. We... You and know then what I'm our, saying? Our, it's our families have similar makeups. Like, yeah. we we really come from like the same like melting pot you know like mm-hmm. when when Ross say diabetes rampant in my bloodline like yeah. that's real that's bro surreal. like we experiencing that and if you not very careful like your people might lose their leg like yeah. then what is it you yeah, feel that's me that's why I've always taken my health serious just based on all the people older in my family they yeah. all at least Half of them got diabetes, or my granddad, he done had seven heart attacks and strokes. and It's man, rampant. It's so you got any, but we got to change the narrative, dog, because, yeah. you know, like you got to leave your kids here. You don't want to see them do it. You don't have to live like this, bro. Yeah. We don't. We don't. And I'm, I might carry this 40 pounds of weight 
but I, my niece ain't gotta carry it. My kids ain't gotta carry it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can show them something better. I say all the time, man. We've lost so many people that I hope our kids have better stories. Yeah. Okay. And and that starts with the violence. No, that starts no with the health. Stories. No more war stories. But we got some stuff we can sit around and say don't even make no sense. <laughs> Man. Crazy man, yeah, so especially man. sit up here talking with my dog, man Terry Nova. We yeah, we, we been this bitch for seven hours. Like, yeah, but then some this, shit popping right now behind us. Why yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking? This some, some popping going on right now, man. So I, I really hope that we have. Um, I hope that our kids have different stories, mm-hmm. and I think that that's with the with the violence, with the communication, with the avoiding the conflict, with the better mental health, mm-hmm. with the infection control. You know, with um being spending less days sick, more days well. You know, smiling, starting there with a smile, and and just really just being like your own public health manager, and just sure. making sure that all aspects of your life are really just checking off, so that you can live a good life with the time that you have here. For sure. So yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate you stopping through, man. This is great knowledge, great episode. I told y'all I had some good shit coming. Yo. It's been coming back to back. We're gonna keep this shit going. It's high motives. You feel me? Um, so tell them all your times where they can find you, um, if you want them to, or wherever you want them to find you at. Um, right now I just want everybody to kind of lock in and follow um at HBCU Micro. Um, it's my isolate collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and like White said, it's really interesting. You know, and um, you know, the more we get get followers, sell ads, you know, the whole Instagram business, the money that we're able to make from the traffic, it'll go to scholarships. Sure. One thing about microbiology and just being a laboratorian is it took a kid who um wasn't necessarily a scholar mm-hmm. and it gave them a career. A, a career For where sure. I can take care of my family. And, you know, where I can have some good life experiences. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that not all kids are going to be junior honor roll students. And no. if we can get to those ones who, you know, maybe sometimes fall outside of the gap and put them in STEM careers that will just continue to elevate the the race. And that's where I'm at with it. So HBCU Micro is just that, you know, go follow it, like it, share it, get other people to follow it so we can get the followers up, so we can get the traffic up, mm-hmm. so we can get, you know, money into the into the uh, page and, and give that money to students so that they can, you know, have careers in laboratory science. And that's really Absolutely. what I'm pushing. I want to make sure y'all do that for real. For you real. sitting here listening, you can literally do that right, right now. now. You sure. like, all right, I'm going to do that when they get done. Nope, no. do it right now go to your search bar hit at hbcu what, what was hbcu micro micro because about to say bio <laughs> no, hbcu yeah. micro it's a it's my own isolate collection and that's and, see uh, i did that because somebody else was sitting there doing exactly what i just did they was like, okay i'm gonna just do it later it's gonna be hbcu bio oh no it's micro yes right hbcu micro Right. So go, go do that. Follow that. You know what I'm saying? So that, and man, it could be your kid that get the scholarship. You know, this mm-hmm. is a great career. You do four years in school, take a light test. Bada bing, bada. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> Work till you drop, man. Yeah. So, yeah, come get it. Everybody, um, you know, one time a laboratorian told me, I said, you know, I didn't become a doctor. She said, everybody can't be a doctor. Mm hmm. You know, who gonna do this and who gonna do that and who gonna do this? You need all type of people to make a world, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So 
here's an opportunity for you just to make a a good living. Right. Because people don't even know about the lab. People don't even know about clinical laboratory sciences. They have no idea what that was. I had no idea what that was. I didn't until I saw you. You (laughs) feel me? I keep saying that. But it's a great profession. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, it's comparable to nurse's salary coming out of school. I won't say it takes off like the nursing salary does. But Mm -hmm. you're not in people's faces. Okay? You're not cleaning up people's body fluids <laughs> and that's why nurses get paid so much if you want to go that route go that route but Uh-oh. clinical laboratory science <laughs> clinical yeah. laboratory science exists it's a nice um career and i definitely want to do my part to steer more young african americans into it so that's what hbc micro does mm-hmm. and when you, y'all follow and y'all support that that's where those uh funds are going absolutely so there y'all have it man i appreciate y'all for listening as y'all always do shout out to mpn that is the network shout out to al pete shout out to 24-8 my boy chief rocker you know what I'm saying shout out to earth nation shout out to duval county shout out to florida and shout out to him again for coming through i really appreciate you for sure h-town <laughs> yo 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 stay true do you it's the white show <laughs>